The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Astros Baseball. It's Sunday, October the 20th. I am your host, Rob Fontenot. The Astros win 6-4 on a two-run homer with two outs in the bottom of the ninth inning by Jose Altuve, who is your MVP of the American League Championship Series. The Astros will now face the Nationals in the World Series Game 1, Tuesday night at 7.08 at Minute Maid Park, 2-3-2. So we're going to recap last night's big win against the Yankees. Uh, I'm also going to talk a little bit about the Astros and the Nationals matchup. Uh, I want to also talk about Altuve and Bregman, Alvarez, and then also the Astros have ended the Yankee seasons three times already. We'll be right back. You're listening to Astros Baseball. All right, so last night's game was a bullpen game, and I had predicted, or I had guessed that it was going to be Urquidy, and everybody thought it was going to be Urquidy the whole time. But it turns out to be Brad Peacock and A.J. Hinch, in my opinion, made the right choice as it only took Brad Peacock an amazing seven pitches to get out of the first inning. And then bottom of the first, Yuli Gurriel, who was one for 20 coming into the game in the ALCS, a three-run homer. Astros up 3-0 to after the first inning. Uh, Gary Sanchez hit an RBI single off of Peacock in the second inning, and that made it 3-1. Urquidy gave up a solo home run to Gio Urshula in the fourth inning. That made it 3-2. Urquidy, two and two-thirds innings with five strikeouts. So he did. He did have a good outing. He did a good job. Although he gave up that home run, I say A+. Way to go, Urquidy. Uh, In the bottom of the sixth, Alex Bregman with a fielder's choice brought in Altuve. The Astros go up 4-2. Will Harris picks picks up the final out in the sixth inning, and then he gets three outs in the seventh inning, including, including one of the big plays of the game, Michael Brantley with that spectacular catch in left field, doubled up Judge at first. Uh, Joe Smith, a scoreless eighth inning. Another spectacular Altuve, Correa, Yuli double play. So two big double plays in the game really helps out. Carlos Correa, his throw to first base was clocked at 94.5 miles an hour. The Astros up 4-2. to two. Roberto Osuna, who was up 4 Relief pitcher of the year comes in to close it, and he gives up a two-run homer to D.J. LeMahieu to tie it up. 
I told you in the last episode, DJ LeMahieu is the real deal, and he is really good. I don't even think the Yankees get to this point without him. That guy is a beast. He did really good. So we go to the bottom of the ninth. The Yankees bring in Chapman, the shutdown closer. Uh, He strikes out Maldonado. Josh Reddick pops out. And then Springer comes up and works a walk. We got Springer on base. Jose Altuve comes up. A two-run homer. Astros win 6-4. Jose Altuve, your MVP. Let's look at these stats. Springer 0 for 3 with two walks. He scored a run and he struck out once. His uh, playoff batting average, 160. Altuve 2 for 4 with a home run. He also walked, scored three times, and had two RBIs. 348 batting average. Brantley 1 for 3 with a walk. Bregman 0 for 3. He did have a walk and scored a run, and he had that RBI in that fielder's choice. Yuli, two for four with that three-run homer. He also walked, scored a run. Correa, 0 for three with a walk and a strikeout, but he was one part of that big double play. Um, Alvarez, what do you say about Alvarez? 0 for three with two strikeouts. I don't know. I mean, I guess Hinch is just going to leave this guy in. He's already dropped him down to seven in the batting order. So, I don't know. He's hitting 45. 45 in the playoffs. Maldonado went one for four with two strikeouts, but at least he got a hit. Josh Reddick back in the lineup, 0 for 4. I didn't even realize Josh Reddick did that bad. So, your MVP overall in the American League Championship Series was Jose Altuve. But let's look at the wins the Astros had. You have Correa was the MVP of Game 2. Altuve, Reddick both had home runs in the Game 3 that they won. And Garrett Cole, I would say all three of those guys. Then you had Springer and Correa both had three-run homers. They were the MVP of that. And you've got to give it to Yuli in this last game. Yuli and Altuve. Yuli gave us the three-run lead. We wouldn't have won without that. We wouldn't have won without Altuve. That shouldn't have happened. Osuna gave up the three-run homer. We wouldn't have won without that Brantley play. If he would have missed that ball, that would have been a completely different game. If it would have got by him, Judge would have scored a completely different outcome. So they they interviewed Altuve after the game, and he said... I can't quote him directly because I don't exactly remember what he said. But I think he said something like, I am the MVP of the game, but we all won it. I mean, I couldn't have done it without these guys. And he talked about Brantley. And I don't know if you saw this, but he made the motion for them not to rip his shirt off. If you know it's customary, some reason the Astros started doing this. Maybe other teams do it, but they start ripping the shirt off of the guy Uh, That makes the big play. And he said, don't rip my shirt off. And after the game interview, he said he got in trouble with his wife last time. So pitching Peacock, an inning and two-thirds. He gave up two hits and a run. He had one walk and two strikeouts. Josh James, one inning, one hit, and two walks. He had a strikeout. An interesting thing about Josh James, uh, you saw Strom 
coaching him up. Uh, he was tipping his pitches on, I, I can't remember which one was which, but one of the pitches, I think the fastball, he was bringing the glove up to his nose, and on the breaking pitch, he wasn't. So he had a, a tell. They could tell what he was doing, and Strom coached him up. So good job by Strom. Uh, Presley had a third of an inning. He only threw that one pitch. Knee is hurt, but he's good to go, according to his after-game interview. Uh, Arkady, two and two-thirds innings, gave up three hits. He had one walk. They did score that run on that uh, home run, but he had five strikeouts. Good showing. Harris has been one of the most uh, locked-down relievers of the season. I don't know why he's not... Uh, I don't know why he's not nominated for a reliever of the year. I guess saves are a big deal. But he pitched an inning. And a third, one hit. No runs. Joe Smith, eighth inning. Crazy to see Joe Smith in the eighth inning, but he's been good. He had a hit and a strikeout. No runs allowed. Osuna, one inning, two hits, two runs, two strikeouts. Osuna blows the save, but he picks up the win. Stupidest rule in baseball. Stupidest rule ever. So who do you give the win to? Would you give it to Arkady for pitching almost three innings? Would you give it to Harris? I don't know, but why would you give it to Osuna? Stupidest rule in baseball. Uh, Peacock threw 27 pitches. James threw 32. Presley had one. Arkady, 45. Will Harris, 13. Joe Smith, 11 pitches. Osuna took him 25 pitches to get out of that inning. And he picks up the win. I don't like it. So the Astros and the Nationals will be in the World Series. And we'll talk a little bit about that. The pitching matchups that could happen in that series. And also a little bit more Astros stuff. We'll be right back, folks. You're listening to Astros Baseball. All right, so the Astros back in the World Series, man. I can't believe it. This is so awesome. I'm so happy. And not only am I happy that we're in the World Series, I knew we were the best team. I almost thought like it was a no-brainer that we were going to get there. But the Yankees were tough. The Yankees put up a good fight. They put up a really good fight, and it was a really tough series. And I had read something on the uh, Twitter. It's not called the Twitter, but uh, something about the Yankees have won a World Series in every decade, and this will be the first decade that they haven't won a World Series, and that would be between 2010 and 2019, and the Astros helped put it away. But it was a great series. Very great series. Uh, Astros. If you didn't know this, they have ended the Yankee seasons in 2015. I believe that was the wild card game. 2017 and 2019. Three times we have ended the Yankee season. So it'll be the Astros and the Nationals in the World Series. The Nationals actually started out 19-31. and 31. Do you think that... Uh, I know we started out 1-4... and four, and I was still confident. But they started out 19-31 and 31 and ended up making the World Series. That is, that is pretty good. But you can do it with pitching. 
And they also lost Bryce Harper, which I think that is awesome. That guy left and took all that money, and his team is in the World Series. So, you know what? Just I'm just read my mind what I want to say to that guy for leaving, because I'm all about loyalty. All about loyalty. So you want to know another cool thing about the Nationals and the Astros being in the World Series together, if you didn't know this. The Astros and the Nationals share a spring training facility. That's amazing. And they will be they're they're all gonna be together in spring training again. So these guys are familiar with each other. They play it, they play each other a lot in spring training, they share a facility. Uh, the Astros already have a big sign or a plaque, I don't know what to call it, that says world champions. So somebody Either the Astros or the Nationals are going to put another one up there. But the World Series championship trophy, plaque, uh, what do you call it, statue, anything, it'll, it'll be there at that facility. So I think that's a cool story. I don't know how it worked out that they're together, but it's really cool that they are together. So Houston, what a pitching matchup. Garrett Cole is going to pitch game one, and this wouldn't have happened. If Altuve wouldn't have hit that home run last night, this wouldn't happen because Garrett Cole would be pitching game seven tonight. And then that would probably throw him in game three or four, probably game three. So think about that. Think about how good that was that we won that game. And think about, think about all through the season that everybody is thinking like, thank God we have Justin Verlander. Thank God Verlander will pitch game one of this and game one of that. And now everybody's saying, thank God we have Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole has overtaken Verlander as our ace. I'm telling you right now, he is the ace. So it's Garrett Cole. Thank goodness to Altuve. Verlander and Grinky. Grinky, very unimpressive. I, I don't know what it is about him, but he gets the job done. So I'm impressed with the result. One thing I noticed about him is that he throws a lot of low balls and trying to induce some ground balls and that maybe that's why, you know, he does, he keeps the ball low and maybe that's why he doesn't give up a lot of homers and that's why he stays in the game and keeps us in the game. I'm totally happy with you, Grinky. Stay there. So Cole, Verlander, Grinky. Washington has Max Scherzer, who's been sitting around waiting. Steven Strasburg, Patrick Corbin. You've got six Cy Young-type pitchers in this series. You're talking about some low-scoring games, probably, on paper. But what matchups we're going to see? It's, I, think it'll, I think this is the order it's going to be. Cole and Scherzer, Verlander and Strasburg. Grinky and Corbin. I think Grinky and Patrick Corbin were both in Arizona. So that's an amazing, cool matchup. Not amazing. I think Verlander and Scherzer, not that they're going to be matched up together, but I believe they were both in Detroit together. That's back when Detroit was good. So one thing I wanted to bring up. This, this is what came through my mind last night. Alex Bregman has had a MVP-type season. And I think he's going to make it. Some people don't. Some of the, the uh, media don't think so. 
But I think playing the whole year makes you deserve that. Yeah, I, I think it should take him over the edge, but I don't know. Who knows? He's from Houston. I mean, Mike Trout is who he is. He put up better numbers in, in a shorter time. But Alex Bregman could be our MVP. Alex Bregman, I have said in the past, is the face of the Astros. And I can't, I think it was James. I had someone on the podcast, and he said, I still think Jose Altuve is the face of the Astros. And, I'll, and, and my, this was my first thought after the game. Alex Bregman is the Astros MVP of the regular season, but Jose Altuve is the king of Houston. Jose Altuve is the man. Jose Altuve is the main man. The MVP when it counted. Uh, Bregman hasn't really done a lot, but he's got a lot of walks. He has like twice as many walks as anyone on the team, so he's getting on base. He has the highest on base percentage and the most walks. So it's two things are happening. Either they're scared to pitch to him and he's taking the walks, or he's just not hitting. I don't know what it is, or he's got a good eye, but but he hasn't done anything like he's he hasn't had the two run homer like Altuve, the three run homer like Yuli, the three-run homer like Correa and Springer. He hasn't done any of that stuff. He hasn't done anything exciting. But it's I don't know if it's his fault or not, but I'll tell you this. Jose Altuve worked that guy. He worked him. When we got home last night, I saw a pretty good uh, recap of the guys on MLB Network talking about it. And they were showing that Altuve was sitting on that Breaking ball. He could tell that Chapman couldn't get that fastball over. And he was just waiting on it, connected it. Astros won. Uh, Amazing. Altuve, five home runs. Five home runs in the playoffs so far. Amazing. So Bregman, I didn't even realize I wrote this down because I was just talking to you, but... Bregman, 435 on base percentage. So he's got on base a lot and 10 walks. I have here Altuve, five hits and eight RBIs. So now let's talk about Alvarez. Is it because the Yankees have good pitching? Because Washington does too, folks. But Alvarez, 19 strikeouts, one RBI, three walks. 227 on base percentage, and most of that was in the first round against Tampa. He did absolutely nothing against the Yankees. I think he got one or two hits, but he did nothing. They moved him down to seventh in the order. The next move is just to take him off. I was texting with Mark, you, and Grady, and I was saying, put someone else in there. And they were saying, Diaz... But I don't know. Do you give up on this kid? What's the problem of giving up on him? I don't know. I, I I mean, he's close. He's close to giving up on him. He's already moved him from four all the way down to seven. So, 
Another question by Mark Yu. Do you think that, uh, he was wondering, do you think that Miles Straw could take the uh, place of Tucker? He said he doubts it because Hinch likes Tucker more or he wants the potential home run. And my opinion that I told him, and I just wanted to share with you because sometimes I say good things that are semi-smart. I was just thinking that when they play the games, they have to play three games over there in Washington that uh, you, Straw is very important. And I, I thought he was going to be on the roster all along for his speed. And they really haven't needed that so far. But uh, and you go to the National League parks, you have to, uh, you're going to find yourself pinch hitting for the pitcher. So you're going to need all the bats you can get. So I think even though he hasn't really done anything, you have to go with the uh, Tucker's hitting ability. I mean, even, I mean, man, I, you could even bring Toro up for one of these guys because Alvarez and Tucker, neither one of them have done anything. I think Diaz could actually, I think, I'm being honest here. As good as Alvarez was, I think he's overwhelmed. I think he's, uh, I was going to say starstruck, but that's not, that's not the correct term. But he's overwhelmed. He's a rookie, and I don't blame him. I mean, you're, you're, you're going to be in the World Series as a rookie. You already proved you're an amazing player. But even amazing players can't produce in the big spotlight. It's just a thing. But I believe, honestly, if Diaz had been DHing this entire time, that he would have better numbers than Alvarez. Argue with me if you want. So the last thing I want to say before I let you go is don't forget about the giveaway. Any hat that you want. I think we have 11 people. We had 300 people listen to the episode with me and Freddie from New York. And I have like 11 people that are interested in getting a hat. So anyway, put your, you know, send me a message and uh, let me give you my number again. 210-919-1695. If you want to be in the giveaway. So now I had said that it could be a World Series hat and now we're in it. We are in it, folks. So now that can be your option. It could be the sweet hat that says uh, the, has the World Series patch on the side or it could be the one that they were wearing last night. So don't forget about the giveaway. It'll be soon. It'll be real soon. I think now I'm just going to do it when the season's over. Because you just got a week. It'll be over next Wednesday. So one more week. Who can't wait a week, right? Uh, so anyway, I'd like to thank all of you guys for listening. Astros are in the World Series. I couldn't be happier. Uh, my wife was in here earlier and asked her if she wanted to be on the podcast. And she actually said, I'm thinking about it. So I got her close. Because... I've said this before to you that me and her have really good talks back and forth. And I told her, man, we just had a podcast right there. I wish you would do it with me someday. And also, Mark Yu. I almost invited him on, but I know he would say no. But me, him, and Grady. Uh, I got a new guy, Corbett, Astro Thor, uh, some other guys. We have some really good conversations, so find me. And also, don't forget about that Facebook group, Astros Baseball fanatics. Join it. Say what you want. I think we have 13 members. We're trying to get about 40,000 
So I'm going to need you to and everybody to invite about 800 people. All right? Can you do that for me? No, I'm just kidding. All right, thanks a lot for listening, folks. We'll see you next time on Astros Baseball. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.